first couple points in the outline, if you have a handout, um, it was why should we stop wasting time? Because God expects us to be wise stewards. And part of being a wise steward is using our time wisely. We made this comment that time is life. So when you waste time, you're wasting your life. We ought to be just using every moment that we can to get the most out of it. And then we also uh, saw that life is short. You know, our life is a vapor. It appears for a little time and then it's gone. And then we should also uh, stop wasting time because God commands us to stop wasting it. He said, Seeing, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. So... Next week, Lord willing, we'll get a little bit more into that idea of redeeming time, but it means to buy up, to rescue from loss. Don't lose a minute. Use the most of your, uh, time. make the most of your time is the idea. Then we looked at, secondly, what tends to waste our time, and in short, anything that doesn't please God. Jesus always did the things that pleased his Father, and anything that you and I do it doesn't glorify God, is a waste of time. And we looked at a few of those that are common time wasters, certainly not all of them, but worry, right? We worry about things we can't change. That's a waste of time. Sorrow, uh, Bible says it's vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late and to eat the bread of sorrows, for he, so he giveth his beloved sleep. Uh, and then talk, he does give us sleep, but then... If we get too much of it, that's a waste of time. He talks about that. Love not sleep, lest they'll come to poverty. Uh, and another one that, that uh, really is a time waster is bitterness. And people spend a lot of time plotting, planning, uh, rehearsing wrongs done to them. And they said this, they did this. I can't believe they're against me. They think this, they're saying this. You know, people even say, that whole sermon was about me. Well, that might be, but that's because the Holy Spirit gave the sermon, uh, the thoughts and the ideas and the word of God to help everybody. And it wasn't necessarily aimed at you. Uh, just interesting how that goes sometimes. And then another great time waster is entertainment, right? Uh, Solomon said, I said in my heart, go to now, I will prove thee with mirth. Therefore, enjoy pleasure. That was his, his theme. Enjoy pleasure. And so he did. He gave his life to pleasure. And he says, behold, this is also vanity. Vanity is emptiness. Living for pleasure. Just having a good time is, is empty. It leaves you feeling very empty. Whether it's fantasy, sports, romance, novels, all the social media, YouTubing, streaming, uh, movies and all the talk shows. I'm not saying that some things like that are, are a waste, but most of it is a waste of time. That's why we need to limit what we do with any of those things. Uh, romance novels definitely is a waste of time and you shouldn't even give like two minutes to that. Anyway, let's get on to the next one. Uh, the, the, the point we want to cover today is what does wasting time lead to? What does it lead to? So we've got a couple things here. First of all, it uh, leads to foolishness. You're in Psalm 90, verse 12. This is actually a psalm 
that Moses wrote. We typically think in uh, most of the Psalms written by David because he did write most of them, but he didn't write all of them. Moses wrote Psalm 90. says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. See, well, that has nothing to do with foolishness. Uh, where are you getting that? Well, when we number our days we're actually considering how short our time is, right? And when we do that, when we realize how short our time is, then we begin to use our time more wisely. Do we not? At least we should. If it's getting late and you're like, man, I don't have much time left. I gotta hurry up and get this job done before the sun goes down. If you're working outside, you don't have any spotlights. I gotta, I gotta get this done. You're, you're counting your minutes. You're counting your time. You're like, I've got to make the most of it. And you, you, you get a little bit more earnest. Um, I'm not old. I feel old. But the older I'm getting, you know, I'm looking at it and saying, wow, I only have so much time left. I wasn't thinking of that when I was in my 30s and in my 40s. Now I'm thinking, I only have so much productive time left. I've got to make the most of it. Uh, and so we should be numbering our days. And as we do, we'll, we use our time more wisely. And God wants us to make the most of our time by redeeming it. So when we fail to number our days, we don't apply our hearts to wisdom it would make sense that we apply our hearts to what? Foolishness. And foolishness is sin. So really, in short, when, when we're wasting time, it leads to foolishness. It leads to sin. So if we're not focused on doing God's will, what happens is we become consumed with our own will. It doesn't always end it never ends in the right place, does it? So I think a lot of, you know, here's a side note. Sometimes uh, young people say, well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll serve God when I get older. And I'm going to live for myself now. Uh, wow, you probably won't serve God when you get older. And if you do, um, what about all those wasted years? You'll have regrets for sure. So when we're not engaged, uh, it just makes sense here that we're not engaged with activities that are productive. We're doing things that are unproductive, right? When we're not using our lives for spiritual matters, then we start using them for carnal pursuits. So we need to number our days and see how short our time is. 42 years old. Wow, William Tyndale, got a lot done. Some of us think, well, I'll have a lot more than 42 years. Not necessarily, not necessarily. So wasting time leads to unwise actions, or we could say foolish actions. It leads to sin, and, and that's why time management is so important. And, and part of time management is realizing how short our time is by numbering our days. Isn't the Bible so practical? I mean, this is just good stuff. Not my lesson, but the Bible. It's good stuff if we just apply it to our lives. People say, I don't know what the Bible's all about. Get into it. You'll start seeing it. 
Uh, come to church. You'll learn more of it. Amen. So we're looking at uh, what wasting time leads to. First one is this. It leads to foolishness. Secondly, it leads to loss. Okay. In, in many ways, wasting time leads to loss. Now, if you picked up the handout last week, I added a point in here so you can just notate it as we go along. First uh, way it leads to loss is law. It's a loss of present peace. Uh, Isaiah 26, verse 3 says, and, and, and stay with me, I think you'll, you'll, you'll get what I'm saying here. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. So when we're focusing on God and God's will and making the most of our time and serving him with it, we will have peace, perfect peace. Now, there'll be things that come in that disturbs that peace, that's for sure. We have a flesh and we've got to fight off those things. But following God, when we know we've done all that we can and we can rest assured and we can leave things in God's hands, we can have perfect peace. So when we focus on him uh, and what's important to him, that peace comes. Uh, you know, he, he wants us, uh, he tells us how we can run our homes. So if we don't focus on what he says about that and don't focus on following through with what he says about running our homes, our homes are in shambles. We don't have peace in our homes then, right? Do you have peace in your home when everyone's fighting and yelling and arguing and blaming and, and uh, backbiting and all that? No. But when we're focusing on what God says and what we're doing, what we should be doing, then there, there will be peace. Uh, God tells us how we should handle our finances. And we lose uh, our peace about our finances when we're not following what he said. He tells us. There's a whole lot. There's more about, uh, uh, about money in the Bible than there is heaven. The Bible says a lot about money. And so when you study out that, that topic, you see, wow, God has a lot to say. And if we just follow those principles, our life will be so much better. We'll have peace. But our, our, our finances get in shambles also because we didn't follow what it says. We we're wasting time by pursuing our, our, our goals and what we want to do with our money and not following what God says. I know I should save. I know I should give, I know I should, all these things, but I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do. We lose that peace. Here's another way sometimes we, we lose peace. You know, you think about this. We waste time, and we do. Even the best of time managers waste some time, and you shouldn't, but that's why we're having this lesson, right? But after wasting time, what do people tend to do? They have a responsibility as coming due. They've wasted time. What do they do? They go into panic mode, right? Take a college student, for instance. We don't have all of them back, but we have some here. Yeah, they're busy up in the snack shop. They're hanging out in the dorm. They're playing ball in the gym. They're, they're all over the, the internet. They're doing all the things that they feel like doing. They're on the phone for hours and hours. Mom, you don't know how bad it is here. <laughs> and, and, you know, they just on and on and on. And then all of a sudden, term papers do. <sighs> I don't have much time. No, you had time. You wasted it. And now it's panic. And, uh, 
And then we complain, I don't, I don't have enough time. And, but, but, but we do have time. And so what happens when we waste time, we lose peace because now we're all f- full of stress. Our life is distressed, it's disturbed, we're agitated. Leave me alone until I get this project done. Get out of my hair, right? Uh, whether it's a, you know, students with a schoolwork or deadline at work or, or whatever. How about this one? Doing your taxes the night before they're due and then realizing I need this document that I can't get till tomorrow. And it's going to be, it's almost midnight. And when it turns midnight, I'm going to have late taxes. Maybe start before. Just, just an idea, right? Uh, anyway. All right, let's continue. So there's loss. There's a loss of present peace. Now, so this, is, this kind of is, is right where we live, isn't it, sometimes? We, we waste time and then we lose that peace that God wants us to have. So if we're focused on him his word, his will, doing what he wants us to do instead of doing our own thing, Uh, we'll have that perfect peace. But when we just shove all that aside and we're going after what we want or what we think is important, then we lose that peace. Secondly, it's a loss of future provision. So the following verses, you have them there, uh, Proverbs 6, 9 through 11, uh, can Consider the individual who wastes his time with excessive sleep. Now, you need to get sleep. If you don't get enough sleep, you'll be grouchy and irritable and everything else. Uh, You know, you've heard the expression, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. I don't know what the right side of the bed is, but uh, anyway, I think the idea is that you you didn't get enough sleep. Go back to bed and and, and take care of that, right? Practically, why do we not get enough sleep? Because sometimes people stay up late doing foolish things, wasting time and not getting the sleep that they need. So the next morning, they're not having time for God. They're not having time to to just make sure they're ready for the day and all that. So it says in, in these verses, How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. I like that phrase, thy poverty come as one that traveleth. You know, when you travel, it just seems like your money goes, doesn't it? it, Travel is not cheap. Uh, and people go on vacation and they just spend and spend. You're supposed to, I guess that's what you're supposed to do on your vacation. Just spend. I got it. I saved it up, so I'm going to go spend. And if you haven't saved it up and you go spend, you're in even more trouble. But he says, like, poverty will come. Why will it come? Because you spend so much time in bed, sleeping your life away. And, and so what does excess of sleep lead to, according to this passage? In this case, it leads to poverty. So those who waste time, makes sense, they lose opportunities to work on things. They lose opportunity to be productive and to do something useful with their lives. So wasting time, get this idea, always affects our future. It always affects our, our future, whether it's our future income, our future provision of of things, whatever it is, it's always going to affect it. Um, 
think this too. Lazy people are often poor. And it's not by accident because God says that what's, that's what happens. And then a lot of times lazy people won't even admit that they're lazy. Uh, I've known people who work very, very hard when they work. But they don't get around to working because they're wasting time with something else. And so they are lazy and, they're, um, and they wonder why they struggle to be successful in life. And then I had, uh, I was just reading uh, Proverbs chapter 13. I, I added this one in here. Um, just jotted this one down. Proverbs 13, verse number four. I like these bonus verses, right? Uh, Proverbs 13, four. The soul of the sluggard desireth. Well, he wants to have things. And it says, and hath nothing. <laughs> but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. He'll have plenty. If you work hard and you're diligent, you'll be rewarded for it. Um, really, in many ways, capitalism is, a whole lot, is, is, is biblical. Compare that to socialism and communism, which is being pushed uh, by a certain element in our, in our society, a uh, certain political party. They like that, so, that socialistic uh, influence. Sorry, uh, that's unbiblical. Um, you want the promise of, of, of the soul, you know, having, being fat. I'm not saying girth. <laughs> I'm saying but by having plenty is being diligent and working. You sh- we should be rewarded according to our work. All right. I, there was a short time when I was going through uh, college. I did, uh, we, did drywall and, and some jobs uh, because I was the flunky, uh, I would get uh, paid by the hour. But the, the, the guy who was in charge of the job, it was piecework. Uh, or sometimes, or sometimes, you know, you could, I, I get the piecework. However many boards of drywall we got up in a day is how much we earned. We would get paid by the piece. Well, if you're getting paid by the piece, it just makes a whole lot more sense. If you work really hard, you're going to get a lot of more board up you're going to get paid more. The soul of the, of the diligent shall be made fat, but the soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing. Why? Because he's lazy and he's sleeping or whatever else he's doing. He's wasting his time. He's using his time on something else, but he's wasting it. And so what that leads to is a loss of future provision. If you want a better future, use your time now wisely. Isn't the Bible uh, so sensible? Then let's continue here. So it also leads thirdly then to a loss of eternal rewards. Uh, We will really um, stand before God one day, every one of us. The lost people will stand before God and give an account for their sin and be judged for their sin and cast into the lake of fire. Saved people will have a different judgment uh, and we'll give an account of what they've done. And the end of that will either be uh, rewards for doing what God wanted or a loss of rewards. Say people all get into heaven, but some are going to have more rewards than others based on how they've used their time here. So really, 
if we waste our time here on frivolous things, foolish things, things that don't count. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, there are sometimes I look at other people and they look like they're having fun. And I say, I wish I could do that. I wish I could spend my time on that. I wish I could spend my money on that. And I can. But in the back of my mind, there's this thing that's saying, I'm exchanging something eternal for that. Could I put more time into working on something else that would be more profitable? I'm not saying we should have no time for leisure. We discussed that last week. There should be a little time. So you need to rest, recuperate, all that. I get all that. But we go overboard. We tend to go way overboard on that. Anyway, so in 2 Corinthians 5.10, it says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one of us may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Uh, yeah, so we, we're going to lose rewards. And don't fall into the, uh, this pitfall, because that's what it is. It's a pitfall of wasting time, because it's going to affect our eternity. In, in 1 Corinthians three fifteen, it says, If any man's work shall be burned, so this is the talking about the judgment for the saved, all of our works will be tested by fire. Um, and the good works will remain. They'll go through the fire, right? Gold and silver and precious stones. The passage, you can look up the passage sometimes, 1 Corinthians 3, 11 through 15. Uh, those good works that we do are likened to those, you know, those things, the gold, silver, the precious stones. They'll survive the fire and we'll have those rewards when, we, when our works are tested. But then our, our, our other works, our carnal works, our works that wasted time, our sinful works, all those things, uh, are likened to wood, hay, and stubble. And when they go through the fire, they go poof. They burn right up. How much of, of your life is going to go poof <laughs> when it comes to the judgment? Uh, and he says, if any man's work shall, shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. What's the loss? The loss is what he did. He, he wasted his time, and there'll be no rewards in heaven for that. So God says that wasted time on carnal pursuits will be burned and the person who is guilty of that, the Christian is guilty of that, shall suffer loss, the Bible says. But he'd rather reward us with eternal treasures. And that's why he tells us to use our time wisely. That's why he puts passages of scripture uh, in here That'll help us. That's why we need to be in the book studying. That's why we need to be faithful to church so we can hear uh, God's instruction that'll change our lives for the better. Let me give you another one. Letter C. Uh, in the outline, the third thing uh, that leading, uh, wasting time leads to is not as trouble. Trouble. This is the last one. Um, Solomon concluded that, that man's selfish labors are ultimately vain and vexing. He says in Ecclesiastes 1.14, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity. Remember that idea of vanity as being empty. It's all emptiness, it's transitory. And vexation of spirit. The idea of vexation is uh, here is, is feeding upon, consuming. It's all consuming. In other words, our, our wasted time is, is as one commentator 
put it this way. He said, uh, unsatisfying and troublesome. Right? Vanity and vexation. Unsatisfying and troublesome. He said in, in Ecclesiastes 2.11, then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought. Okay? What he was doing in his own time, living his life of vanity, and on the labor that I had labored to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. And then in chapter 2, verse 17 of Ecclesiastes, he says, Therefore, I hated life, because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Do you want to come to the end of your life like Solomon had? And be filled with regrets and say, I hate life. I hate what I did with my life. He, con- he, he concluded that, that wasting his life and wasting his time was grievous. So we should determine not to waste time on things that have no eternal value. Just reiterate, how much time do you spend doing this? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, and we are grateful that you love us, you care for us. You've got a good plan for our lives. You've set out a path for us to follow, and we can have that peace that you want us to have, that perfect peace when we stay focused on you and we forfeit that when we waste time and get sidetracked on foolish things. We should number our days. And Lord, we, borrow, we, we, we bring a lot of troubles on ourselves when we just give our lives to emptiness and vanity. I pray that we'd be a little more diligent and use our time better. And Lord, as we consider next week, Lord, um, just how we can stop wasting time, that those valuable lessons would be uh, helpful to us. We pray that we'd contemplate these things, not just walk into church and say, I'm glad I heard that, and do nothing, but to make changes and and determine that we're going to do things a little differently. Just pray that you'd continue to bless uh, in today's uh, time of worship. We ask these things in Jesus' name, amen.